Welcome back to Handbook for Handbook for Mortals, a climactic segment of our <laughs> weekly deep chapter by chapter dive off the fucking cliff that is Lanny Serum's Handbook for Mortals. Now I say climactic, <laughs> and you may be thinking, James, didn't you say that there were like 21 chapters in this book? Aren't you only on chapter 15? The answer yes. to your question dear listener is yes and i fucking hate myself for it so with me as always is my equal host megan griffin hi hi i i i feel insulted i mean you're getting to spend time with me you shouldn't you shouldn't oh yeah no 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 trust me i'm i i'm i mean i i hate myself independent of the people i'm spending time with it's okay okay Um, whatever you say so this is Last time we finally found out that Zade isn't fucking CS, right? Like, that was revealed um, last chapter? No, was that last tra- time we... They had a dinner um, where yep. Sophia and Mac got pushed to the other end. Then yep. they got ready for the big new illusion. And yep. Zade and Charles are in his office getting ready to kiss. Mac is spying on them. Then Zayd and Mac have a big fight. Okay. Okay. Um, right. Oh, gosh. Okay. This chapter... <laughs> is bleeding into everything, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this chapter, a lot of stuff happens. Um, yes this is the first time i've been like wow you should have actually split this into two chapters um it is the tower and to to you know the episode weekly calling of the quarters with alan moore here all right um so here we go with alan moore's promethea and the discussion of the 16th trump so there is at least an approximation of accuracy um, in terms of chapter numbering and, and arcana. Ahem. Quite understandably, we feel the world of the materially real needed to grow and to progress before considering consciousness. But if not balanced by the soul, materialism's final goal lies in that grim industrial flower shown here in card 16, the tower. Like Babel meant to heaven reach, all towers men build a lesson teach. Lightning descending from the sky reminds man there's but one most high. So too, materialism's soar is struck down by the first world war. It's like Lightning forked from Europe's skies arrests the industrial ideal's rise. Its dream, its vision, its great plan of technology serving man here sours and founders ends in blood and poppies, wire, and Flanders mud. Industrial society meets here the storm's ferocity. War's lightning tramples underfoot. Its high-piled cities wreathed in soot. Um, so fairly universally, the tower has a association of shit getting fucked up and getting broken and sucked or and sucking it's not a phallic symbol no no (laughs) um the swords and the wands are really more phallic symbols in at least again per 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 alan moore's reading there's a really graphic sex scene that goes on either immediately before or immediately after this um so yeah i'm now super curious let's talk about that instead well, it's part of um, not being serious. Okay, it's because yes, Prometheus since we're writing, has... we are reading. Yes, 
Handbook for Mortals. No, I was talking about you're reading Alan Moore's Promethea. That's where this comes from. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, chapter 15, The The Tower. And a lot of stuff happens. And we start with the shortest time jump the book has given us yet. Uh, To recap, last week I read this chapter by mistake. Two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, two weeks ago I read this chapter by mistake yeah. uh, because time ceases to have meaning. So um, I have since forgotten everything and I am, I'm starting this fresh as a lamb. Uh, <laughs> so it starts with the show starting and um, then, made it through the entire show. Like two cents later, the show's almost done. We're up to the finale. Yep. Charles comes on stage and there's some patter. Uh Perhaps the hardest illusion anyone has ever attempted to do. Everybody stay completely quiet while my gifted performer makes her very first attempt at this. Uh, now, do you think every night he's going to say her very first attempt at this? I think so. I It's, 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 because it'd be breaking kayfabe to keep at that because someone could see the show twice and obviously it wouldn't be right. her very first attempt but it's we'll 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 see we'll see um so zade is all is all flabbergasted she's all verklempt because of mac being a dick um which like he really was yeah he was a colossal last chapter like knowing it was opening night he should not have picked this fight before the show started right so okay one of the few times i'm ever going to take zade's side right and I the, want um, like a visual of this stage though, <clears throat> because Charles comes on stage yep. stood directly in the middle of the platform. Now is the platform the stage or is the platform on top of the stage? Cause we've got a stage, we've got a platform. I don't know if they're supposed to be the same thing. Then There's we have the catwalk one... up top. Right. right. And then we have water around the stage. So is there a moat between the stage and the audience? I, I assumed I assumed uh, basically concentric circles. Um, with, what do you mean? Uh, little li- half circle of water uh, where the orchestra pit would be. Okay. Um, or 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 slightly outside of that. Um, then a uh, a curved stage with Charles on a l- rounded platform in the middle. Um, yeah, I guess that is not what breaks my immersion here no Um, i I just like the amount of i don't know because i guess it's my second time reading this and i knew everything that or not everything i guess because i knew what was coming i focused in a little bit more on the details and it's one of the few times that i'm actually really curious to see what she wants this to look like because the picture is not clear here um which is not to say that the movie is going to end up being whatever she's got in her mind but Mm -hmm. it's the first time that i'm like I'm not entirely sure what you're trying to convey and it'll be curious to see. Um, We have the first mention of chaos magic and I don't want you to go into your, your. Yeah, exactly. There's there's a good place for it. Okay. um, But illusion used complex, deep chaos based magic, not the simple kind that I typically used. It was dangerous because if not done correctly, it could backfire um so she's nervous um i had actually never done an illusion though this was so hard or complex and outside of work i rarely did them at all 
the interchange of illusion and magic and magic is yep. hard to read because are you implying that you don't really use magic outside of work because we've seen you not use, use it magic. much outside of work because she really doesn't and it would make more sense but also like or are you trying to say you don't do illusions outside of the relationship between magic and illusion here is too blurry right right um, and as we established in the first episode, they can't be tricks because tricks are something whores do for money or candy. Um, there are plenty of those in Las Vegas, from what Sophie, I understand. Sophia starts singing. Um, so Zade's moving into p- position, and she f- like she flutters in the wind down, which off must the be catwalk. She falls off the catwalk. Yep, she floats down to the stage. Yep. Um, she unhooks the harness. So up till right now, everything has been mundane. Right. Uh, and she's also then got she a... starts. Go ahead. Well, yeah, she's got so the, the red velvet cloak flutters off. Um, she starts doing jazz hands, and like I couldn't figure this out either because it was like I'm waving my hands around, and I'm like, are we doing this? Are we doing this? I pictured uh, the very opening from the Ben Vereen run on Pippin, where they're doing magic to do. Uh, it's on YouTube, and you should watch it because it's really good. Uh, and everyone's just kind of doing like a slow waving back and forth, not necessarily doing the hip hop hooray thing, yeah. but like kind of ha- halfway between hip hop hooray and jazz uh, see, hands. See, I pictured hands parallel to the ground like doing this kind of thing but this isn't really waving i guess i just said my mic like this isn't i guess really waving like i also was like are you doing this i don't know yeah 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 but i also Um, get like what would you describe this motion i don't know so so this is i think where the the actual bending of reality starts uh charles continues the patter it's this has never been performed in front of anyone including the crew which is which is true right now, how were they? Well, we we've talked about how how on earth they could possibly be re- rehearsing this. Um, well, the only people that they had actually rehearsed it with are people that had to sign the non disclosure, and right. nobody outside of the crew was allowed to be in the rehearsal. So, okay. I mean, when I'm guessing, like the rest of the show, you know, dress rehearsals and stuff, when people aren't supposed to be on stage, are probably sitting in the crowd. Yeah. We have a weird edit here. Where it says, <clears throat> it was really a very dangerous illusion, even if his words were mostly scripted to get a specific reaction from the audience. I was messing with a particular kind of magic, a kind of magic that was both strong and volatile. I was messing with a particular kind of magic, which I hadn't quite mastered yet. Now, I'm going to read I've this description, this. and then you can go into your rant. This is the rant Our- that James has wanted to go into since episode one. Yep. So... What Zade is apparently using here is chaos magic, which is described here as both strong and volatile, as its name implies, and is by nature very unpredictable. It involves pulling power from sources that are, to a certain extent, uncontrollable, kind of like trying to ride a wild horse. In either case, you can do it, and if you really know what you're doing, and you do everything right, it might go off without a hitch. But one wrong move, and it can all go to H-E double hockey sticks real quick. 
that is not me trying not to say hell. That is literally in the book. I wouldn't be lost forever, as Charles put it, but lots of things could go very wrong, and even if I didn't really know just how wrong they could go. So. Also, there's a... Okay, before I get into the uh, the uh, rant on chaos magic, there is a uh, editing error there. That was there for dramatic flare, F-L-A-R-E, as in gun. Oh, yeah. It should be... <laughs> Uh, F-L-A-I-R, like Rick. Woo! Okay. So... Again, three editors. This is... This is not chaos magic as it is typically described. Chaos magic is a thing, and it is equally as valid a tradition as any other... And it is not called chaos magic because its results are volatile and unpredictable. It stems largely from the Crowleyan emphasis on will as the driving force of magic with a K. And it is the chaotic nature of it has to deal with how syncretic. It is. A chaos magic pr- practitioner, if they need to, if they wish to obtain a certain result, they will figure out what tradition and what aspects of that tradition work best for them. And they will focus intently on that. And then once that result has been achieved, they will f- forget it all entirely. And the next time they need to do something they will go through the same process they will figure out what they need to do without regards to the tradition and then do it so you could if for if for whatever reason you need to like you you could if gardnerian wicca has the energy that resonates with you the most for a specific goal you will approach that goal as a gardnerian wiccan and if bog standard catholicism is the energy that works for you you will approach it as a practicing catholic and you will switch back and forth and believe in all of believe in whatever you need to believe equally at that moment um also, if you know what chaos magic is and don't know this, that is really surprising, but I'm going to tell you this bit of trivia anyway. Uh, Grant Morrison, comic book author, famously requested that readers of The Invisibles focus on a particular sigil and masturbate to it as part of a great chaotic working in order to ensure the comic book would continue to get published. And it did. So, I this is as... as a whatever else you got chaos magic enthusiast I got twitchy throughout this entire thing because I felt that it she did just enough research to get it wrong (laughs) I agree Be- because yeah. because because I'm chaos laughing magic... because you're doing such a great job and I'm just oh like... <laughs> oh thank you thank you chaos magic is not 
necessarily the first thing that would spring to mind when someone thinks of, you know, woo-woo stuff. I, I, I'm not saying, oh, you know, magic, you mean you know, Gardnerian Wicca or, you know, whatever. But, but it is, you've read a book at some point. And, yeah, and so it's almost as if she's implying that chaos magic is the opposite of what she does on a normal basis. And my, I am just starting my magical journey of knowledge. Um, but from what I understand, it's, it's not the opposite at all. Like I will also chaos isn't. Well, she, she, but but see, her the rules of her magic haven't been explained. This is also yet. the problem too. Uh, I mean, so so who can say? I will also point out that if you are casting spells, literally casting spells, you are not concerned about saying the word hell. Yes, if, this if, is, if yeah. you if you are if we stipulate to the existence of an omnipotent entity that would be angry at you if you said the word hell it follows necessarily that said omnipotent being would be upset with you for meddling with the primal forces of the universe so I agree. and it's not like you're using hell as a curse word here you're using it as a place which we'll get to that in a bit then she says it's it was like the old saying trying to catch lightning in a bottle it sounds great until you're the one who has to hold the bottle that is not what that saying means no (laughs) that is not what that saying means at all tension in the audience has been palpable causing a ripple in my concentration even though i had so so she is listening to the cues and focusing on that to follow along rather than um getting all shook from Mac. Uh, I am curious. We do learn a little bit more later about what she's trying to do here. And I wonder if that's, it's not going to change your mind on anything that she's said or done, because I agree. This is not someone, if she has done a deep dive into chaos magic, then it doesn't reflect in her writing. But there are a few things that you said that I'm like, that might actually be something that is loosely applicable. Mm. I don't know. When we get to them, we'll talk about it. So this illusion is called creation because that's what we are doing. To create, (laughs) we start with a storm. And again, she continues working her actual magic um, for a wet t-shirt effect. Um, yeah, she gets... so she says platform again, so I'm wondering yep. if Charles and her are not on the stage or above the stage. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I all I could think about was that, that there was a rehearsal where she jumped off the catwalk onto a bed, was there not? Or a couch or something? I don't think so. I can't recall. I'm going to find this. All right. Because I While remember you're... both of us were like, what the hell? Right. So I, I know that like she shows up and the first thing that she does is she jumps off the catwalk into a pool of water. Right. No, this was not that long ago. Okay. Um, so she, a huge wave wave washes over her and she disappears from the audience perspective. I had just disappeared, leaving only my cloak from this point forward. It is never made clear where exactly Zade is. Right. It is not clear if she is on the stage 
but visible. It is not clear if she has teleported backstage somewhere or in the dressing room. It is not clear if she is trapped in the fucking warp. And it's, it's You're right. We like, have no idea where she is. Right. F- f- fucking Nurgle is going to attack her at some point. <laughs> so, okay. So, not too long ago. Uh-huh. Um, Mac and her... Nope. I don't know. There's a long thing about Zeb that I don't remember. But once I was safely on the set piece, which looked like a tiny bed and had begun to descend into the theater... Mac turned on, turned to head towards one of the automation boards to check his teeth. Um, oh, this is right before Charles pulls him aside to talk about Zade and his mm. intentions. Or if he okay. loves her. So okay. I, it was just like a weird moment that like, I really thought the, the bed played into this. The bed has nothing to do with this. So does she have multiple illusions in the show or is she just the grand finale? It's, it is like so many things. It is unclear. So, there's a whole like the the illusion itself is overbaked and thematically and symbolically incoherent. Um, so I I would prefer just want to like we could just hit the high points of it because there are only a couple of things that really tie into anything particularly. Yeah. The... So she's off the stage. There's now sand. The yeah. sand gets struck by lightning. A life size statue of her, a glass sculpture, whatever, um, appears. Then a tree. Right. Well, okay. Well, but between the between the the statue and the tree, there's she starts talking about how she's starting to feel not so great. Yeah. So she is so wherever she is, she is still physically present. Right. Enough to feel enough. that she feels like shit. Right. So, so the tree goes, turns into a dude. Well, nope. The lightning oh. strikes turns into an apple tree. He starts throwing out apples. A branch falls. And either the branch falls and turns into a guy or the guy falls out of the tree. But the tree is still there. Yep. Um, um, and then, okay, so I want to tree... talk about this moment because I assumed the dude was naked and maybe that's just me. It is Vegas. It is Vegas. And I, something about creation, maybe I just went and looked like, if we're going to have an apple tree, then this is supposed to be Adam. And thus right. he is naked. But then I was like, no, he's on stage. And then there's a the line... He looked up momentarily at Charles. Not many people realized it, but the boy looked just like Charles when he would look, had looked like when he was a teenager. Looks just like, well, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Looked just like what Charles had looked like Thank when you. he was a teenager. So, I mean, I'm assuming he's not naked because I'm assuming it's a child's friendly show, but also like, I don't know, like any yeah. kind of commentary on clothing would have made me a little bit more comfortable. Right. Not that I'm uncomfortable uh, with nudity, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so at this point, he starts checking out tr- apples, and they're tasty apples. Then the boy cuts the tree down. They're not even down. tasty apples. They're the best apples you've ever eaten. Yep. So the boy cuts down the apple tree. Um, then Turn. the tree catches fire. Yep. And then the fire... The sand swirls a... into the wind. Yep. And... Yeah, when then... the when the sand had settled, the fire was gone, and in its place there was a beautifully carved wooden wardrobe. The ki- he kind yep. that looked like it should have been in the book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So, for every fucking time that I called him C.S. Lewis, to, to have this here... <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing so then, that is, like... 
I don't, I don't know, know if this is supposed to be smart enough to have allusions to these literary characters mm-hmm. or if she just went, I really like these names. But if any of them are an actual illusion, I guess it would be Charles or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so, her favorite so book. We, yep. Um, he, she is, fe- yep. She's so, feeling really sick at this point. Yes. Like this. And so this is where it sort of hints at where she's at. I was also in a dangerous limbo state and had to bring myself back. Oh, I totally missed that. I forced down the overwhelming desire to let myself just fall apart. So I actually think that she is in the warp right now. She is okay. she is outside normal space time. So um, the dude opens the wardrobe, shows that nothing's in there, closes it, reveals a guitar, removes the guitar, puts in a glass sculpture, um, picks up the guitar starts playing music and then we find that Sophia has been singing this whole time that is just too much stimulation for my senses like yeah. I was reading this and I was like I would be almost in a panic attack yeah. um, then put the glass sculpture inside Zade comes out he loved the idea of a glass sculpture of me going into the chest and living Zade or you know me comes out right um, so she's, she's playing through the pain. She whips out an apple, tosses it to the crowd, takes a bite, faints. The boy kisses her. Which again, she wakes up. just a reminder, this boy looks like Charles as a teenager. Charles, who she is definitely not fucking. Um, <laughs> then he disappears and the apple falls to the ground. Then she disappears after getting struck by lightning she gets lightning yeah she she gets struck by lightning and then charles disappears and then yeah then the show's done like it's it's just like we're talking this is what five or six pages of an illusion like it's 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 too much with no with no through line it's not even like a it's not like a wrestling match that tells a story it's 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 a spot fest yeah it's it doesn't the guitar especially doesn't make sense like, if this is supposed to be creation, it is, I guess, an Adam and Eve kind of thing. But like, the guitar, why the Sleeping Beauty? Yeah, and it's it feels like it could have been done smarter. Well, but again, maybe it'll look better on the screen. Like, this is one of the few times where I'm like, maybe this will actually look better on the screen. Every time there's an actual illusion, I'm like, you never know. So she, at this point, she passes out. She stumbles to the s- side of the stage. She's almost passing out. Zeb mumbles a bunch of things that I'm positive were not English, though I couldn't tell you what they were, quietly in my ear. And then she, like, vomits blood. But she uh, also feels safe in his arms. So it's like, is Zeb evil? Is he not? By the way, this doesn't get explained, I don't think, in this book. So... Yeah, and is Zeb is, is Zeb a muggle or does he have powers of his own? Yeah. Okay, um, and then she passes out. And then another answer is provided to me. How the slasher vision segments happen. It turns out that she's just been yanking the memories of yes. everyone else to parallax the events. <laughs> so I I can only assume this is consensual. Um, for the most part, yes. I think it actually says that. Maybe it says it later. Um, so 
I was talking with someone earlier this week and they were like, it's chapter 15. How can this be the climax chapter? Because there is this paragraph that says, that's the last thing I remembered from this day. Everything else is, um, I pulled out memories of what everybody saw and what happened. And like, cool that you can do that. As someone who loves postmodern literature, like, I'm also not, you know, because I know the end, you're going to survive in the end because you live long enough to pull out these memories. Like, it And we have 130 pages left yeah. in the book. And it's like, it shouldn't ruin the book for me, but this isn't supposed to be a postmodern book. This is supposed to be a contemporary fun, fl- uh, I was about to say flick, fun book. You basically have told me, like, you're going to be fine. So thus, this was the climax of the book. The rest of this is like filling in the spaces as to what happened. So even if there is some big fantastic thing that they have to do to bring her back to life, we already know Spoilers. it's going to succeed. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, ex- ex- I'm not ex- saying that it is. I'm just saying like, even if that's the case, mm-hmm. like it has no impact because we're fully aware she's okay. Right. Um, so they, they go to the hospital. Not, I mean, it's a trip to the hospital. Right. Everyone's doing their thing. There is a bit where she says blood was still oozing out of my mouth. And I yeah, was really like, hoping for blood was oozing out of my mouth, like charm from Jackson. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, uh, no, there's like a... There's a the amount shocking of, blood amount of blood that she's got coming out of her is scary. Yeah. Um, like, Zeb and Tad both had blood all over their clothes and there was even blood pool on the floor. Now I have I have bled a lot, uh, and you've passed a point that I want to go back to. But go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no, That's no. Okay. Like there, there. The volume of blood is, as Megan said, really. It's like, ter- like we're talking twenty-eight days later, kind of look of like blood seeping out of your skin, kind of thing. Like, I've I'm someone who has needed blood transfusions due to like blood loss because of a car accident. And I did not bleed this much that is implied here. but So I was skipping ahead. I now yes. return back. Um, so I highlighted this sentence in a different color than what I normally use to highlight because it made me laugh and because okay. it proved a theory we have had the entire time we've read this. Okay. Um, the paramedics arrived and rushed over with their bag equipment to start working on me. Little did they know what was happening to me was in anything they'd ever seen before. There was no answers to my sudden collapse from anyone in this world or from this world. There would be no answers to my sudden collapse from anyone from this world. So alien aliens. Yep. Space aliens. Just because you practice magic and witchcraft doesn't mean you are not from earth. And especially like kind of insulting to anybody whose practice of witchcraft is based in anything involving the earth so like zade's an alien we have confirmation yep. it is in bright yep. yellow in my book so okay. yes yeah we and, pass the uh, blood everybody goes yep. to wash it off um she the, every, uh they're supposed to call zade's mom which and, is the last um, thing she asked before she passes out yep um Okay, the memories I pulled from everyone else were hard for me to sift through, which is not to say they were hard to see because they were memories of me being sick, and not because I have no memory of any of the situation or where I was, but because of how upset the people I loved were at the moment. So I think this is confirmation that Zayd is not only a um, alien, alien, she is a DSM-diagnosable toxic narcissist. <laughs> because... Yeah. Um, so... 
like but i get I, the implication like there i almost died from a car accident there aren't any pictures of me for like a two-month period because my that i've ever seen i mean they may exist because i don't want to see what i look like because i know the things i've seen from after i got home mm-hmm. has me pale and sick looking and everything and like the amount of guilt i feel for putting my family through that from those pictures i don't want to see the ones of me so i get but yes the way that it's said here is very very narcissistic and particularly because nothing exciting happens like just just so she's going to the hospital um mac is like i'm going to follow now nope i'll come i'll I'll ask it in a minute i got a question okay so so we we meet dr schmidt well, and... Max going to the hospital. Charles bums a ride off of Mac, despite the fact yeah. that Max is pissed. But yes, we'd meet Dr. Smith, who's an older looking with deep lines. By his white coat, you could tell he was the doctor and obviously well experienced, most likely the head doctor of the hospital. Fucking say he's the head doctor of the hospital. You know, this is bullshit. Whatever. Also, they all wear that. They all wear the little yes. lab co- white coats. Yes. Um, so... Um, but even Mac, if Mac, go ahead. Sorry. No, Mac admits to being Zade's boyfriend, which I think is assuming facts, not in evidence. Right. But I get um, why he's saying it. He's trying to get information. But you just said that this guy might be the head doctor, and yeah. now you're like, hmm, he's contemplating whether or not a friend or maybe boyfriend or whatever should get the information. No, I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. Like, yep. you did not hear what I just said, did you? The get not um the he, he, he Max's not gonna get the information because she's not or he's not family. Well, it's just the implication that this doctor hesitated. Yep, pisses me off. Like you just implied he's had doctor. I don't know how many like most doctors are gonna be like. I'm sorry, I can't tell you the information. They're not gonna be like, well, that might be close enough. But yes, um. Everyone, take a moment to uh, set up your living wills and uh, formal notarized instructions for just such an occasion. Um, just no, the more you I know, Rainbow. Completely agree. Co-sign that. No, the more you know. Okay. And then Charles is like, perhaps I can be of assistance. Uh, I am her employer. That doesn't count. Then Charles pulls him off, pulls Tries Dr. Pull Schmidt off, off to the side. And then Mac's like, no, no, no. You can say it to my face. And then we get the reveal that makes me regret every t- time I called him fucking CS Spell Daddy. I am, you know, <laughs> I don't, many, well, I many, laugh so much every time. Many, many, many sci-fi fantasy sagas include reveals about parentage, where you find out that someone's parents were nobodies who sold off the child in question Fuck for drinking you. money. But but Did you just but flick but me but, off. No. <laughs> you just said fuck you because but, 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 but anyway asshole. but anyway don't 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 worry folks um a, a handbook for immortals makes sure that you know <laughs> someone's parents aren't nobody's c.s lewis spell daddy is indeed zade's father so why um, the hell didn't he get in the ambulance now Again, at this, so we're on. Like, we are sixty nine percent of the way through. Nice. Um. And then, Max says, "I saw you kiss her," which 
is a really fucking valid protest to make, all things considered. Um, but this was the whole, like, chaste kiss on the cheek or something like that. Not Yeah, like, we both, I think, still agree that did that's not what it looked like. Right, and also, we're, okay, we're, we're, we're 69, nice, percent of the way through the book, and this is the first time that Mac has enough evidence to go, maybe Zayd and Charles aren't fucking. I mean, I agree. It's, the way this reads, it totally implies that they're not. But yeah, like fucking they... V.C. Andrews shit. What Handbook they do the with this shit, what they do with this shit pisses me off so much. Oh? So Charles goes, I'm Zay's dad. You can tell me what's going on. And what happens? They go, Dr. Smith, I know my daughter was just basically like all of her blood just came out of her body. Can you give us a moment? We need to work this out. Yep. You fucking kidding me? Well, there's also the very timely Jerry Springer reference. Um, all of it. All of it is so bad. All of okay. it. The fact that the now, doctor's yeah, not yeah. like, your daughter's dying. Right. But we, we do need to... So, Zade knows, which is why she came to the show. No one else knows, except for her mom. Um, and this was all kept on the DL because it was her mother's wish. Um, wish is a polite way of putting it, honestly. So, this is implied that... Remember way, 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 way back in the beginning, and it was heavily implied that Zayd's mom was compelling her to stay against her will? Right. This is support for that theory. The line, wish is a polite way of putting it, honestly. Um, Funny that she grew up to do magic just like you. Mac relaxed a little as he spoke. Now, again, Mac's ostensible girlfriend and C.S. Lewis's actual daughter is still bleeding out in the next room for all they know like they have not right. gotten a single word of like she is stable right i thought you guys were so so again they're 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 um mac was still knowing all of, of the details and again while this is going on i saw you kiss her though which again still perfectly valid sure after you find out that she is okay and stable right you did are you sure which is absolutely what you say when you are kissing someone right like uh, like don't be cold okay so so you cop to the fact that you are this woman's father it is still unclear on if you are fucking her or not (laughs) but don't be fucking coy about it i mean they are from the south you know they could be you said it not me i'm from the south i'm allowed to well no i saw you lean into what i thought was to make out with her with tongue and then i couldn't bear to watch so i turned away um you're both saying how you loved each other if you had spied on us just a moment longer you would have seen her kiss me on the cheek now did he own up to spying or i mean i guess it is spying like maybe that's not that big of a leap uh, yeah i mean if you would have consensually remained peeking in through the <laughs> crack in the door just a moment longer, you would have seen her kiss me on the cheek. It's. I mean, I'm glad that this is like the only time that I guess they've ever said I love you to each other or something, because like yeah. they both know the instance that Mac is talking about. So like, whatever. But again, like maybe don't make, someone jump through so many hoops to land on no you are not having sexual relations with your daughter i agree like, that's uh 
so or okay, at least that, act grossed out by the fact right, that right, like, right, someone right. just said you're making out with your child. Right. Um, Charles thinks he may have an idea of what's causing Zade's health issues. Um, well, oh, so and, Max says that they got into a big fight and that he yeah. wasn't at the the running the main during the show, which have we ever figured out exactly what the main is? It's like the main equip. I don't know. Anyways, not the time. Yeah. He's at, not at whatever board he's supposed to be at. Um, and Charles looks panicked. Then we get this. Oh, so Dr. Schmidt finally comes back in the room. We still haven't heard if she's okay. Although right. we as the reader know she's fine because this is so far after the fact. But whatever. The girl so, who was there. Yep. However many chapters ago. Yep. In the, uh, you you know, remember the parking garage? The one who pinned me to the wall using magic? The only other person in this book to show up that's not your mother to have magic? Yes, I remember her. And so she shows up in the, the, the room, like in the hospital room. And she had made sure to burn a spot in Max's memories. And that was only because she actually pushed him out of the way. Uh, because so, I guess this is a common thing that people do in their magic world is pull memories of things that they don't know because like, I don't know. It's very convoluted to assume that she's going to do this. And, but like, okay, burn a spot in Max. So, so, I'm understanding that, or I'm reading this, that um, so, so she is, she's just like walking through and everyone else, like she's not, she's not covering herself in a glamour or anything like that. She's just walking, like crossing in front of the camera, right? Basically, like it's yes. not So like, okay. instead of. I don't know. Think of walking down the sidewalk. You're probably not going to remember the last five people you passed, but the person who bumps uh, into you, you're going to remember. Right. Okay. Um, so then, which like, why, 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 but okay. Um, so then Dr. Schmidt's like, yeah, her shit's fucked up. Um, there is an equally timely house reference, which. No me... doctor is going to say this. I, it was physically painful. Like, um, I, I, like, I cannot explain like how many specialists I see and how many of them have been like, I don't know. You got some fucked up shit. Not one of them. And like with my mother, we've made jokes about how I have some like house board dossier in some room. I have been diagnosed with something that house frequently tries to diagnose people with on the show. But yet no doctor of mine has ever made a Dr. House reference. It's so then and then Zade's mom calls. Uh well, first of all, I want to talk about the fact that like we focus way too long on Dr. House because Charles doesn't know what Dr. House is, and then we focus too long on the fact that Charles has to, you know, pretend to know your daughter is dying. Yeah. And then Zade's mom calls. Yes. And again, it's a whole how, you know, yeah, Zade's really fucked up. Shit's tough in the FP. Um, 
and the doctors are stumped. Zade needs to get to Centerville, Tennessee as fast as possible, and Mac needs to tag along. Because uh, you can only set up your altar in one place, and maybe... you can't bring your tools with you. Now, okay, I can understand not wanting to fly with an Athame, and I can also understand Assume maybe... that you need one. Well, right, but I'm just saying, for example, and maybe her altar is very heavy. Well... Is the altar absolutely necessary? Apparently. I don't, again, the, the rules of magic are never established in this. Um, so, then, what? okay, there's a bit. What Charles couldn't see was that Della was sitting at a table with her cards out. I had to assume that she had lit a candle on the table as well and some cards already laid out. So, wh- again, why be vague about that? So, Della's doing a reading. Yes. Um, and... We get a long, long explanation bullshit. of it. Now, okay, there is there is one thing. There is the the all right. Reading cards is reading cards. Blah, 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 blah. Which is like the fourth time we've been told how to read cards. We all have destiny to deal with. We all have some of that. Some things we are just born to do. It's not all destiny though. Some things are open and subject to free will. Only sometimes can you change your destiny, but that is hard. And is a subject for another time. And a later book. I fucking miss that. Uh, when you learn your lessons, it's possible to change it for the better. When you learn lessons, you move to new ones, kind of like levels in a video game. There are simply so many variables, which is why sometimes some readings are crystal clear and others are almost like educated guesses. This is obviously one of the latter times because the cards won't give Delarice a clear answer. <laughs> um... With some kinds of spells and the whatnot is the other is another phase that jumps out at me. What um, is that? It's uh, page three hundred seven. With some kind of spells and the whatnot, if the moon is waxing, that will affect what. Oh, you are doing. gotcha. Because we're talking about the fact that the moon is waning and how it's appropriate. Right. And... There's a helpful ex- explanation of what waxing and waning means. Yep. Um, and some free advice. If you're trying to start something with a love interest, for instance, waxing moons are best. Now, now, Megan, New you moon. recently attended a class on this. I uh, did, is actually. It, is... I, you should start it on a new moon. Uh, it's also just as well to start it on a full moon. Like, think of it, uh, the, the person who gave the seminar I was at talked about it as, like, a cell phone battery. So think of it as, like, full power when it's mm-hmm. at the full moon. So it's not necessarily wrong to start something at the full moon but um yeah like even still they explained it as like you should still you know hypothesize tests things like that because you never know how you're going to line up with the lunar calendar so okay but so what she says is again not necessarily wrong um, then there's basically several pages of social engineering where they have to convince Dr. Sm- Schmidt to let them I'm wheel Zade out of the hospital. Charles have a private jet go by. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, yeah, and Charles has a private jet, which... I don't know. I, again, I don't like, either. there's so much. there's so much stuff that jumps out at me yeah. that okay charles has a private jet sure why not like in, in the... by this point like why not yes yep and I... then and then they 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 let her get signed out i don't know the validity of this at all 
Like, are, like she's still she like she's are they just and right? Are like okay, dying. yeah? Can I have fucking four blood bags to go? Yeah. Like, is the is the is like fucking? She's gotta have Tom Hardy she... gonna be strapped to the front of the uh, hospital bed with a IV tube plugged. So in? funny story about Tom Hardy. Um, that's what you just said, right? Apparently, yep, exactly. his, I'm making a Mad Max Fury Road joke. His um, wax figure is apparently now at Madame Trousseau's and has a beating heart. So go look up that people. Um, okay. So yeah, like it doesn't say. So it does say like that. It looks like she's having internal trauma and that they don't know what caused it. But they don't say anything about how they're treating it. Like, there is no mention of a blood transfusion, which she would definitely need, considering the amount of blood she's lost. There's no mention of, we're giving her this medication, we're trying to keep her in the, you know, there's no, like, we're trying to keep her in the coma until we figure out what's going on, because it might be, you know, too traumatic for her to come out of it. Like, there is no doctor jargon, but there is a doctor house joke. And there's no, it's never even made. Okay, no, it is that she's stable for the moment. There is, there, the, they do make She is stable, but she's had eternal bleeding and all this other bullshit. They have no idea what's going on. So if patient is dying on the bed or, you know, whatever, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, we don't know what's going on. It'd be, we're trying everything we can. We're calling in different doctors. And the chapter ends with. Mac being told that he also is needed in Centertown, ten- Tennessee. Yeah, even though he would have gone anyways. There's a very long discussion of like, I don't know. There's also a very weird like change in slasher vision, like almost towards the end where like Charles is trying to convince him and it's almost like it's supposed to be Zade's commentary. I'm pretty sure Dr. Schmidt could tell he wasn't going to talk Charles out of it, which is why he didn't put up a bigger fight. Dr. Smith's an idiot. That's all I got to say. Um, but yes, Zade's mom makes it very clear Mac needs to be there. But apparently Mac would have gone on his own. I don't know. Like the last huge paragraph of this makes no sense. <laughs> Maybe it will be resolved in the next chapter. Justice. Um, I think that uh, I think that what we have here in the next chapter is going to be a lovely bones situation where it's all narrated in first person present tense, but the person narrating it is dead. So I think, I think Zade bleeds out in the next chapter. Like, I think, I think that they just like, she pulls memories as a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I, I think, a, yeah, a wraith was what I was thinking of in the, the in the white okay. wolf sense. Um, so yeah, I think Zade dies in the next chapter. Okay. Um, because it's a fantastically bad idea to fly someone Such on, on a, on just like a standard private jet. And this is not like, this is a long flight in a private passenger airline. This is not this is not, not a medevac helicopter. Jets. Right. And I'm not entirely sure, like I'm going to get really nerdy here. I don't think his insurance would cover that. Like there are Pro- angel flights and there are medic helicopters and things like that, but like a standard 
private jet that you're probably is not using. rated for it. Yeah, it, well, it's you know this thing crashes, insurance is going to go. You know, because the added pressure of trying to get her to a hospital is going to put pressure on the pilots and yada yada yada. Anyways, of course it's going to go fine because we've still got five chapters. So, I, but you're right. Maybe the next five chapters or however many chapters we have left. Oh. This should have been two chapters. It should have ended with her collapsing on stage or off stage or whatever. A lot of things should be the case <laughs> that aren't. Perhaps. Um, God grant me the serenity, etc., etc. Um, recommending something good. I'll start. Okay. Uh, if if you'd like to learn more about chaos magic. <laughs> Uh, I would rec- recommend Condensed Chaos by Philip Hine. It's a good primer on the whole thing. Also, a lot of the wackier sort of second-gen OTO stuff is more or less chaos magic. Uh, Austin Osmond Spare has a lot of work working on glyphs, which you'll see a lot in the chaos magic tradition. Uh and speaks to the idea of turning your desire into a mantra that loses all intrinsic meaning. So it, the the effort and the will expended on it is pure. Um, but Philippine's Condensed Chaos is a good read for that sort of thing. Um, my recommendation for something that's good is... Oh man, you'll have to get back to me. Sorry, okay. I was I was so focused on what what. So what that chaos was magic our our new segment of for further information or continued. Reading yeah, exactly. If you'd like to ne- learn more. Um, okay, I'm going to promote two things. The first one is visit your local metaphysics shop. Go explore it. Go have fun. There are so many books, so many things, candles oils baths go talk to the owners they're great people i've yet to go into one that i'm not like this is a great store um if they do classes go take a class go learn something they're a lot of fun um i just took one last night and had an absolute blast and i think i got a cold from going but that's okay um and i'm also going to recommend the wayward children uh series which is um, I feel like maybe I have recommended it before. Shit, if I have, I'm sorry. Um, but it is three novellas where it's about children who come back. So I think Alice in Wonderland falls down the hole, deals with all of her stuff, comes back to the real world. It's a school for kids that come back and hel- helping them cope with coming back. You have recommended it because I remember talking about how that is the premise of the new White Wolf Changeling game. Shit, but I need to come up still, with a second one. It's still a good recommendation. Um, I am going to recommend something that I haven't recommended yet. Uh, man, this book has just sapped our will to like things (laughs) listeners you can't see this right now but i am scanning the fucking bookshelves like kevin spacey and the usual suspects well you are also kind of in vacation mode i'm hoping plus we've got a really exciting 
Night of D&D. Let's go with that. Join a gaming group. Okay. Join a D&D um, group. Find some kind I, of RPG. I will actually recommend the work of author Arthur Mackin, who did The Great God Pan, amongst other things. Uh, I have started reading a collection of his works, and I am most of the way, or a significant way, through uh, one of his novels called A Fragment of Life, which is about uh, two people who decide to move past the banal everyday life and uh, seek religious ecstasy. Uh, it's so far so good. Um, and his weird fiction is really, really good. And He's been dead long enough that you can get it all super cheap. So, Arthur Mackin. Okay. And join a gang group. Gaming group. It sounded like a gang group at first. It took me a minute to realize what you said. So, that wraps for this week. Um, Megan? Yeah. Where else can they find you? I know I gave away some of that at top. I was going to edit that, but I can leave it. No, no, no. Please edit that. (laughs) Um, I think I left it the last time you did it. So yeah, I'll oh, edit there it. has to be continuity. Uh, no, I'll edit it out. Um, you can find me on my other two podcasts. Uh, the first one is Judging Book Covers Podcast, and Stephanie and I talked about the power last episode, and our next episode is going to be on A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, it's a biweekly podcast, and um, we are helping people go through their TBR lists. Uh, my other podcast is Fabulous Retellings, which by the time this episode airs, will be on hiatus before we go into our Bluebeard um, uh, season. So uh, go listen to the past seasons and then come back to listen to us talk about Bluebeard. Um, and then go find James's podcast. Yes, Over the Tabletop, a podcast where... Uh, my partner Aaron Ayers and I discuss two-player board <laughs> games. Uh, this, ep- the next episode should be out by the time this episode drops, so we kind of go over uh, this small is box in games. Two weeks. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then the next episode will definitely be out. Um, and yeah, over the tabletop podcast at Libsyn, Facebook, Gmail, Twitter, dot com. Right. Over the tabletop. Ask for it by name. Ask. Uh... As for this podcast, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Handbook Podcast. We also have a Facebook group that is a handbook for judging fabulous retellings covers. Um, So join that if you want to come talk about books or the craziness that is Handbook for Mortals. Um, Or you can check us out on our website, which is judgingbookcovers.com. Go rate us on iTunes, please. This was a tough chapter for us to get through and to get to be only an hour. So go tell us how much you love us. Uh, Yes, please do. And um, keep writing the crab. Uh, I'm James DeBrucker. What? Again? It's it's a it's a I don't even own a television reference. Um, As you know, I hate that so much. I hate when people reference other podcasts. I'm just saying, look, I've like I. I, who have started on a journey through bad book podcasting, am going to give a shout out for the podcast that got me into bad book podcasting. Have you listened to any other bad book podcasts besides that one? Um, 
no. But still. Okay. I can't think... But, uh, yes, I remain for my sins. James DeBurker. And I'm Megan Graham. Bye. You're going to hate the rest of this book so much.